You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 211. Today's case study is a breakdown of the first 11 months in business. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Wednesday edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast. For those of you who are regular listeners, hello, welcome back. How are you? Wednesday is where I like as much as I possibly can. I'll be honest, it gets a little intense now doing three episodes, but bring it, you know? Wednesday is the time where we like to showcase another entrepreneur's journey, what they're up to, what they've accomplished, what they've gone through more proof of what is possible for you. And as I always like to say, you know, you have a choice in how you get to interpret these. First of all, you can look at this as, and listen to their story and listen to what they went through and what they've accomplished and what they had to overcome. And you can sit there and say, why can't I do that? What do they have that I don't? Right? That's the broke way to do it. Like that's the way that just going to keep you stuck. And that's actually the thing that is keeping you stuck. Or you can do what I did. You can do what I teach my students to do. Where you can listen to every story, every struggle, every hurdle, every accomplishment. And you can sit there and say, yes, thank you. More proof of what is possible for me. It's kind of like, what if you used every one of these Wednesday editions as like, remember when you go to the movies like if you hopefully you still go but i don't know most people don't go to the movies anymore and like what did you see before the movie the previews the coming attractions what if these wednesday episodes for you were not more reasons for you to compare yourself to others and then beat yourself up and discourage yourself and shame yourself but they were the coming attractions for your life coming soon to a life near you six-figure launch boom What if you listen to today's episode through the lens of this is what is coming for you? This is your coming attraction. More proof of what is possible. That's your choice. I can't do that for you. It's up to you. So today is a very special episode because this is one of my coaching clients, Allie Daniel. You can go follow her. We'll link it up in the show notes. Punch Drunk Soul. And it's an incredible story because she takes us through her uh, first 11 months in business. She'd just gotten started. Actually, she hadn't quite gotten started when she came to our members only event, BBD Live, last November. So it's now 12 months. And we recorded just shy of 12 months. But it's basically like uh, just about 12 months right now, which is really exciting. So her first year in business and what she's accomplished, what she had to go through. But here's what you're going to hear a lot is that Ali is an individual that I noticed from the get-go, who embraced everything that I was saying, both on the podcast here and what we say inside our coaching programs in terms of the right ways of being and the right mindset to approach 
Allie isn't someone that was just crippled with stress and fear and doubt and and just trying to white knuckle everything. Now, she's a human being, so she still dealt with that. She still had moments of of doubt and fear and disappointment and missed expectations. But she knew how to access a better, more effective way of being. She knew how to change her mindset, change her way of thinking. And it's because it's not like I think what happens is that when people start hearing this type of message, then they add what I call a shame sandwich to the mix. They add on, pile on shame on top of the fact that they had a bad day, that they beat themselves up, so that they had fear or worry. You're missing the mark because that just amplifies it. Like, darn it, I'm supposed to stay positive and today I wasn't positive. I suck. I'm a loser. I'm not cut out for this. Well, now you're definitely not being positive. Okay. Instead, she gave herself grace. She gave herself permission to be human, to make mistakes, to make it messy, but to not let that stop her from continuing to go. And you're going to hear her journey. You're going to hear her growth. You're going to hear her find her way in doing this. And what's so cool, and you know, just to kind of ruin the ending of the episode, is that where she came by the end of the 11 months is she didn't just speak on stage in front of the entire BBD Live, which was her big goal as someone who's created one of the biggest breakthroughs of the year in our community. But she also spoke at a VIP day we did just for our coaching clients and like rocked the room. These are people that have been with us for a year and just blew their minds, just blew their minds. And as a little gift back to her, because she gave so much to the room, we spent an extra 10 minutes and I said, for your next launch. So she was doing five figure launches, crushing them. And I said, for your next launch, what's the goal? Because I see a six-figure launch. And she goes, yeah, that's my goal. Six-figure launch. And again, these are just numbers. Okay, we just make up these numbers and then we put meaning on them. But it's fun to have them if we can detach the meaning a bit. So I said, let's map out what a six-figure launch would look like. And we did. And she now has a very clear cut and dry plan for a six-figure launch. And mark my word, she will hit it without a doubt. And we'll probably have to do a follow-up here. So it's a great episode because it's not just telling Allie's story. She dances with me in this conversation. I know it sounds a little weird, but she plays with me in this conversation of mindset and the mental emotional game. And it's just a great conversation. And I'm just so proud of Allie. And this is her first year. And again, it all starts with this idea that we tend to overestimate what we can do in a day, right? Like we get so eager, we're going to put all these things on our to-do list, yet we vastly underestimate what we can accomplish in a year, let alone 11 months. So without further ado, let's play that interview with Ali Daniel right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with my dear friend, Ali Daniel of Punch Drunk Soul. Ali, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, James. I'm really excited. Good. I'm excited too, because for our listeners to catch you up to speed, Allie actually just spoke on stage at BBD Live, our event just last week in front of over 200 people. (laughs) She was part of a really exciting, fun experiment we did where we had a few of our coaching clients get on stage, share their story and their breakthrough and really like the biggest growth 
internally and externally that they've had in the past 10, 12 months or so. And so we thought it would be a great opportunity to bring Allie on to the podcast so she could share more of her story with you guys. So how was that experience just in a, in a nutshell for you? Oh, that experience was exhilarating. <laughs> it was, I think that's the word you use for like exciting and nervous. I've heard yep. you use it before. Yes. It was really incredible. I had to pinch myself because I've only been in business, you know, like 11 months now. And, and I've listened to your podcast for like the whole year before that. So like two years now. And just, I never really imagined that I would actually be like on your stage talking, let alone now on your podcast, which is crazy to think about. It's crazy, right? Okay. So, and, and I think that's a big part of your story is like, I would have to assume that you've been intentional. Like you can pinch yourself, but it's not like an accident. Totally. Yeah, no, it's, I think I've all kind of manifested this, which like being on stage and I, I even shared this story too, like last year at BBD, sitting in the BBD live, sitting in the audience, watching some of your success stories, like your students come out and share their stories. And I just, like I was sitting there watching Jasmine Starr sharing hers. And I was like, wow, that is, it's so inspirational and Mm -hmm. it's so cool. And I just thought to myself that next year, like I really want to be up on that stage sharing my James Wedmore success story. And like I said, I had to pinch myself because I don't know. Yes, there was that intention that was set, but there was also that like release of it as, as like, you know, I didn't really think about it too much more that year. Mm, So that's a beautiful thing. And maybe we can come back to that in a little bit of there was an intention that was set, but there was also this like release of attachment. And it sounds like that's been a big uh, lesson of that you've mastered this year, which is critical. I mean, we talk about it here on the podcast all the time, but there's a difference between knowing it, writing it down Mm -hmm. in your journal and taking notes and saying, oh, I get this concept versus like, Am I living this way? Am I showing up this way? And that's huge. And by the way, here's the like full circle thing is that I actually, when Allie first told me that it was her seeing Jasmine Starr on stage, 2017 BBD Live, Allie's in the audience. She's looking at Jasmine saying, she inspires me so much. I want to be on that stage. I actually told Jasmine that story. I told, <laughs> I told Jasmine Starr that story like two or three days ago. She goes, how was your event? And I'm like, there was someone that spoke there that, she said she was on that stage because she saw you up there a year ago and that like made her weak. And it's very interesting. Like this is something I just see is like so beautiful because here's this person that you were inspired by. And now that she's found out that you were inspired by her, like she's inspired by that. And like you've now had an impact on her, even just by saying you were impacted by her. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just beautiful how that it's this whole ripple effect. And it like comes back to her and like, she was just like so moved by that. You know, she reached out to me on Instagram and I was totally like, Oh my God, she did. What did she say? She just was like, I heard you spoke on stage. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Your, you know, your breakthrough or something has been really inspiring yes yeah well i told i told her i was like there's a (laughs) like someone must have told you yeah i i did that's so awesome that she that she did that she's amazing so that's very exciting so the last bbd live was november so it was about 11 months ago and you said you've started your business 11 months is that a good place to start your story and your your journey is that where you want to begin yeah yeah that's i think that's a great place so when i came to bbd live last year i was really looking for clarity i came to it thinking I want to do some sort of like coaching or maybe online course business, but I didn't know exactly what that would look like or how to even get started. And my plan when I got there was 
to find that clarity, but I was also planning to quote unquote start my business in June or July of this year. I was like, I need six more months of experience and knowledge mm. and learnings and growth before I can put together my where, course. Where did like, you even come was... up with that? <laughs> where did you just like pull this out of your like sky? Like, oh yeah, it's going to take six months before I can start. Yeah. yeah. It was like summer 2018. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll have enough experience. I don't, I don't know where that number came from, but for some reason, putting it out into the distance felt more comfortable for me. Right. I felt like, I mean, like a lot of people when they're, struggling to start is they feel like they need more experience and more credibility. And so I thought that, you know, that's all I needed was just more time. And the beautiful thing at the event, which I keep going back to is the inspiration that I just got from the people who shared on stage, like not from you even, you know, it wasn't you, it was all the people that you've impacted and the people that were sharing their stories on stage So I remember that you guys did a beta panel of like how to launch a beta program. Mm. And that was what completely changed my perception of like what I actually needed to do to get started, which is cool because now that's what I teach my students is that like business in the beginning does not look good. (laughs) It looks really messy and it looks like you have just things thrown on the wall to see what sticks. Like it, it looks completely chaotic and that's okay. Like that is how it's supposed to be. But I think so many of us get so held back by it. it needs to have this full plan and structure and you need to have everything mapped out and you need to have your business plan, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote business plan. And that's what holds so many of us back. And I think just like letting it be messy is and experimenting. Like you often say yeah. is the process and especially in the beginning. So right after BBD, right when I joined next level, you had that competition, whatever it was like, get started, launch something now. And I was like, Oh, I guess now or never. Like I was telling myself if I, if not now, when, like if I, if I couldn't even launch something, when you had this contest out, when I just joined next level, if I didn't do it now, then I knew I would probably never do it. So I just went out there and launched my first uh, beta program, put it together. It was really messy and chaotic and I was working. It was put together in two weeks and launched in two weeks. So by the end of November or like early December, you had launched this? It was early December. So it was the two first weeks of December, really. And then I enrolled four people. First first four students. Did you have much of a list before that or what? No, I had, so my list was really targeted towards people who were on like a mindset and soul alignment journey. So there, I had about 200 people on my list. Nobody really seemed interested in the product. It was more business oriented. So there was a little bit of disconnect there, but one person actually did end up buying from my list. So I did have one person. The rest came from me going into Facebook groups, sharing that I was doing a live training and then also a live panel with different entrepreneurs. That was actually a great idea. I remember that. You helped me come up with that. And that was when two people actually bought on that panel and I had like 10 people attending. It was (laughs) really small. So actually correction, it was like 20 people. But for my first like training and webinar, that was actually pretty great. I haven't had that much more since then. I've had about 30 people on my webinar since then. So yeah, I just 
I got over that hump of needing more experience and was just like, I just need to go out and do something. And it was messy and you did it. Were you like, were you scared as well? Like what was going through your your mind? How did that feel? Totally. I was scared in that, okay, people are paying me for something and I didn't have it put together yet, which is, you know, you sell it before you actually create it. And I tell this to my clients too. It's like, you don't want to be creating this whole program that no one ends up buying or that you end up just shifting and changing along the way. So I sold it before I created it. So I was like thinking, man, I hope this is good. I hope this is what people need. And I had no idea if it would work. And that's the crazy thing is I took my own experience, the step-by-step process that I went through and that I thought would help people. And I just put it on paper and hoped that it worked and it did, which is awesome. And I think so many of us discount the knowledge we have and the experience we have and we don't think that it will be helpful to people but it will <laughs> if you can break it down yeah. into like a step-by-step process it can be extremely helpful and like i said i had no idea if it would work and that's kind of how you have to go into it well that's the funny thing too <laughs> is people are not willing to do something if they don't know if it's going to work and that's yeah. i think that's right. really the first lesson here is like are you willing to take action on something are you willing to do something without knowing what the heck is going to happen? Is this going to work? Is it going to be a disaster? Is it going to be messy? Is it going to be how you wanted it to go or somewhere in between, Mm -hmm. right? And are you willing to just do it not being certain at all of how it'll go? And you were, and I love that. Now, before we move on into like where you evolved from there, which are some other exciting breakthroughs and growth that you had in the past 11 months, like it's just been such an awesome year for you. Yeah. I want us to go back a moment because I know when you, you went to BBD Live, you were actually really sick. You want to talk about that? Yeah. yeah. So when I came to BBD Live last year, I was I had been sick already for about two years. And I, it was just some really weird like autoimmune thing. And it had basically kind of taken away everything from my life. I was really, my relationship was on the rocks, like a five-year relationship. I had stopped working because of it. I couldn't physically work. I was extremely exhausted and in pain 24 seven. And yeah, when I went to BBD, I was, I, I, I knew I had a feeling that starting my business and fully committing to it was what I needed to heal. And I think the year that I had spent blogging and gaining experience and gaining knowledge, I was hiding during that time and thinking that I wasn't ready yet to launch anything. But I think I just had a gut feeling that launching my business and really following through with my purpose in making an impact on people's lives and really helping people is something I truly value. And I was never able to do that through my work before in such a meaningful way that was meaningful to me. Yeah. And so do you feel like that sickness was like related to you hiding? Yeah, I feel it was related to doing what everyone else was doing and thinking that it would work for me Mm. and that it was that that was just the way it needed to be. And for a long time, I just, I always ignored the entrepreneurial aspect of myself. And I figured that being an entrepreneur was for, you know, the Mark Zuckerbergers of the world, Mm -hmm. the Steve Jobs. And I didn't see myself as that type of person. And I never thought I was, you know, just like good enough to be an entrepreneur. So I just followed the path of, you know, the nine to five job. And 
while I had a, a great job, actually, I was super flexible, a great boss. I just wasn't fulfilled and I wasn't happy. And I just kept putting that aside, putting that aside, ignoring those feelings. And eventually, like what I truly believe is that the universe wants you on your most rightful path, your most fun path, your most enjoyable path, and it will do what it can to get you there. Yeah. So I, I got those nudges of like, <laughs> this isn't right, this isn't right, not feeling good, feeling anxiety, depressed, you know, like feeling lost and stuck. Mm -hmm. Those are the universe's nudges, like feelings, emotions. And then eventually if you stop, if you don't listen, like I wasn't paying attention, I was ignoring those nudges. It hits you with something harder and more physical to actually move you, physically move yeah. you onto the right path. And I think that's why I got sick. I do. Yeah. No, I, I think that's huge to even recognize that because most people don't. So it's probably safe to assume you didn't get sick at all this year. No, it didn't come no. back. It didn't, you know, didn't get worse. Yeah, it hasn't come back. When did fact, it go away, actually? Yeah. So the crazy thing is I was still pretty sick, like at BBD Live last year. I had to yeah. leave early a few times because of it. And honestly, like from November on, it just started getting better really fast. Mm -hmm. uh, I hadn't seen that much improvement in the last, I, I really hadn't seen any improvement for the last year. It got really, really bad oh, in wow. like June, July, August. So it was like really bad. And yeah, since I haven't had a flare since March and that flare was like really, really tiny, mm -hmm. like almost insignificant. And yeah, so it's been like, I feel a hundred percent healed, which is awesome too. Yeah. It's, a, it's a crazy feeling. And after you've launched your beta, you didn't stop there. There's, there's been a lot more stepping yeah. stones of growth. You want to like quickly touch upon those and, and share yeah. with us the rest of your year. Yeah. So I kept launching. I did what you told me and just kept launching the same thing over and over and over again and focused just on that one offer. And it's grown since then. So the second launch I did, uh, I had six members in it. And then the third launch I had 10 members. And then this launch I have 12, but each time I increased my price. So the first time I launched, it was at 297. Mm, uh, wow. The second time was at 497. The third time was at 997. And then this time 1497. Uh, and next time next, it's going to be, <laughs> yeah. next time it's going to be even more. I haven't landed on the exact price yet, but it'll, it'll come. And this <laughs> it'll is, this is exciting. Cause I feel like we, I don't want to jinx it or anything, but I feel like we need to do a follow up on this as well, because we've, mm -hmm. you've set some big goals for, for the next one. And then we've like mapped it out. Mm -hmm. So the next launch is going to be a six figure launch. <laughs> how does, how does that feel? I mean, she's laughing right now and kind of. <laughs> Awkwardly, <laughs> like, wait, don't, don't, don't put this uh, in the recording. Yeah. Um, how, but how does that feel? Like, honestly, putting you on the spot it's, a little bit. It's so cool. It's, it feels unreal and it does feel, I can see the growth and it feel, I feel very confident. Mm -hmm. I have never felt so, I said this on stage too, like money has never felt easy to make for me. It's always been a struggle. It's always been hard to make yeah. and you know going back to those beliefs of like money is easy to make money flows to me easily like i was you know saying those things but i never really understood how that actually felt until this last launch yeah. and even in so the third launch i did was a 10k launch mm -hmm. but i had a kind of breakthrough there when i realized when i had that launch that i still wasn't even happy i was <laughs> i was kind of 
I was just, I was weirdly unsatisfied with it. And that left me feeling off. Cause I was like, this should be something to celebrate. Why aren't I happy? And that was when I really looked at my business in a new way and just said, you're focusing too much on the outcome. You're focusing so much on needing this to work and needing to make money and needing to make an income so that you can feel good about yourself and just tying it so much to my own self-worth. So I, I stopped and really focused on how do I make the process fun and how do I make this journey of building a business actually fun. And that is really when I was able to shift into like just a sense of freedom. And because I was enjoying the process, the outcome didn't matter anymore. And when you can enjoy the process, like money does flow to you easily and it feels easy to make. And I I just wish we could bottle that and give that to all of our (laughs) listeners because like people will be listening. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. That's nice. And then they won't do it. And like, this is all we've been trying to say for so many episodes. And I just, I love Mm -hmm. when I hear people that that did it and they embodied it. I can tell... I can speak to that because I definitely was that person listening to these stories and be like, yeah, yeah. Like enjoy the process. Let go of the outcome. Sure. I can, I can do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's hard to really do practically sometimes. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that helped me was realizing that I was constantly looking at other people, looking at you, looking Mm -hmm. at all the members in next level, looking at just anybody, even people that I admired, Amy Porterfield, Lewis Howes, like looking at, what they were doing and trying to do the same thing. Uh, And it made me feel like there was always more I could be doing and always more that I wasn't doing. Maybe I was missing that magic bullet, the thing that would, you know, skyrocket my success. And I think so many entrepreneurs, whether new or experienced can relate to that because you always, you're always overwhelmed by all that input and external like noise. And there's always going to be people that have been doing it longer than you. There's always going to be people that are doing, that can do more. Like always, there's always people that can do it better too. Like Mm -hmm. if I think if you're, if you're making your goals, like (laughs) I want to be the best in the world, you know, even when you'd hear the stories and stuff of like the best athletes and stuff, you know, whether it's an Olympic athlete or whatever, it's like, yeah, maybe they became the best for like this one micro nanosecond. And then (laughs) someone else just took them over. It's like, like why, why put yourself through that when it's just like, what if your goal was like, just love what I do, do what I love and have fun and let the money follow. And that has nothing to do with what others are doing, what, what they are or aren't doing or how they're doing it. And if you're just, if you've created your life driven by that, that's going to be really hard to find happiness. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to say too, like what helped me, because I want to give some practical tips to people out there listening, what, what helped me was just completely cutting off that external input. Mm -hmm. So I did, I stopped listening to podcasts, even the inspiring ones, because sometimes the inspiring ones even make you feel like you're not doing enough. Mm. And I stopped going to a lot of like all of our coaching calls for a good two months. I stopped or I would go on, ask my question and then pop off. (laughs) Sweet. Um, (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. I stopped like going in in the Facebook group, I stopped even reading books. Like even like I love personal development books, spirituality books. I stopped all of it and just went into like pure creation mode. Mm-hmm. What would make me happy? What would make this process fun for me? And yeah, I think cutting out all of that really, really helped. So if yeah. anyone is like 
feeling that i think try that try it for a week or two and just see what happens yeah because because i think there are natural i've noticed this in my life like Mm -hmm. natural phases and cycles where it's like there's learning intake mode and then there's like letting that percolate and you know germinate so many of us i think we're we're in that learning mode sometimes too long yeah. because we're afraid. We're afraid that we need more yep. and we're scared that we're not doing it. Or enough. the more we learn, the more we're learning. We're not doing enough. Like you were saying like, Oh, now I've learned that there's more I am not doing that. I should be doing <laughs> exactly. great. It's just that never ending. It's a never ending process. We're always going to be learning. So yep. it's okay to like take a break and have mm-hmm. one phase, you know, be total creation mode and just enjoying that. And I think a lot of us miss out on that because we are so like, in the entrepreneurial world, we're also focused on personal growth, growing, learning, you know, leveling up. And that's awesome. Like we need to have that, but sometimes it gets overwhelming. So sometimes it's a good idea to stop for a little bit and then get back into it. Totally. It's just like, if you're eating food, you don't eat like (laughs) 12 hours a day, (laughs) you put food in your mouth and then you digest it and then you get hungry again and you go for some more. And like, I notice periods where there's like, oh, there's, this is a learning phase and I want to like intake more. And then there's times when I'm like, nope, nothing. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, just resting too. Like yes. not just, not just the, there's like the learning phase, then there's the implementation phase. And then there's also the total rest phase, absolutely. which I've recently learned to just yeah. embrace and absolutely love. Yes to that a hundred percent. So this is awesome, Allie. And yet your last launch was a huge breakthrough. It was your biggest one yet at the highest price point. And now it just has you like set up for an even bigger one at an even bigger price point, which is, which <laughs> yes. is pretty exciting. So anything yeah. else to add or share on this incredible 11 month journey that you've had? I think going back to what you said at BBD Live this past time is that we really overestimate what we can do in a day, but underestimate what we can do in a year. And mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't even been a year yet that I've started really my business and I've seen so much growth. And so I think so much, so many times we're just so focused on the right now that if we can focus on that longer term goal or just be in this for the long haul, the long game. Totally it will make life so much easier and so much more fun because you're not so focused on like, I need that six figures now, which kind of was like (laughs) what I was like in the beginning of the year needing it right now to uh, like just pushing it off and be like, I'm okay with just making this progress and focusing on enjoying that journey. What if the work we were doing, whether it's learning something new, going through a coaching program or implementing was like planting seeds? Now, if you were to go and be a farmer, you don't plant those seeds and then the next day dig them up and say, did I get my six figure plant yet? You (laughs) would trust that in time, maybe six months, a year, who knows, that they would start to bear fruit. But if you're always ripping up the soil or disappointed or upset that the seed you planted yesterday hasn't become a full blown oak tree you're going to be going through your days like pretty unhappy and pretty miserable. But that's one thing I learned a long time ago. And that's one way we still operate. It's like, what are seeds that I can plant today that I may never reap the benefits and they may reap six months from now, a year from now, like we've planned 2020, you know, it's, it's, we're we're not even 2019 and we have stuff in the 2020 calendar. That's where our mind starts to go. That's what we're creating for. And what Ali's saying here is like, that's why so many people don't make it is because 
They're doing what we call conditional living. They're the opportunity seeker that says, well, if I can make this work, then I'll do it. If I can, mm-hmm. if I can see some results first, then I'll commit and blah, blah, blah. It's backwards. It doesn't work that way. That's why so many people do fail. They're waiting to see some proof or evidence first before they go all in. And yeah. uh, then they end up waiting even longer Trying to make a quick buck is the slowest way to make money possible. Yes. Yes. And and if you really just looked at this as like, if this is truly what you want to do, it's aligned with you. And we're talking about a two to three year journey. What would you start doing differently today if you knew that it was all going to come to fruition 12 months from now, like 11 mm-hmm. months for Ali or two years from now? What would you do differently today knowing that your success two to three years from now was inevitable? That's how we want to start thinking. That's how I experienced how Allie has, has shifted. And mm-hmm. now she's, you know, already planting the seeds for six figure launches. And then it's going to be multiple six figures and then it's going to be seven <laughs> figures. Right. And um, yeah, it's only up from here. Exactly. So this has been so awesome. Allie, any, any final thoughts? I think you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you hit the nail the on last, the head. Those last few words. <laughs> awesome. Um, no, I think, yeah, just, just get out there and let it be messy is the big, yes. the big a big takeaway from me. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Ali, for coming on the show, for sharing your story, yeah, for getting up and speaking on stage at BBD <laughs> Live and coming on the podcast. And I know we're going to have Ali on again for a Mindset Monday edition. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you guys are subscribed because we've got three episodes now coming out each and every week. Monday's Mindset, Bye. Wednesday's Amazing Inspiring Case Studies, and Friday's our Hashtag Biz Tip Friday edition. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Ali, for being here. We'll see you all on the next episode. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.